Paranormal Fridays. Join Angel and Mike. Let us twist your ear for a moment and share some quality time together talking about the passionate topics within the paranormal spectrum. A loose, fun approach to learn and relate to all our childlike wonderments of the beautiful mysteries of the paranormal. And now, I welcome you all to this Paranormal Friday. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Angel here, and that guy, that guy over there is Mike. Hey, I'm Mike. Mike, <laughs> Mike Walker. It's been a minute. Yeah, it has been a while. The life happened. When life happens, we have to stop and deal with life. And that's what it's all about. And But we're back. Yeah. Good, good to be we, back. Uh, we kind of uh, uh, fell off the chart there just for a minute. But like Angel said, you know, life, life happens. And uh, something happened to our uh, fearless leader here that uh, prevented us from, you know, uh, yeah. continuing our 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 uh, our routine that we were starting. So um, I'm going to leave it up to uh, her to uh, let you all know. The I'm, happy to on share. There. I'm happy to share because I'm very passionate about this as I had um, GBS, uh, Guillain-Barre syndrome, you get it from vaccines. So it's really interesting, Mike, the noise that's going on about the vaccines okay. and how people are saying, you know, don't take vaccines. Um, in, in the political world, we call them non-vaxxers. And it's been something that I've had to deal with working in fitness, having to deal with the COVID vaccines and the masks and all that kind of stuff. But the interesting thing is, is I didn't get it from a COVID vaccine. I got it from the everyday flu vaccine. Okay. And what it is, it's a, it's an illness that where your nervous system attacks, attacks your immune system and vice versa in your spinal column. So the long and short of it is you go, you, you get paralyzed. I, w- I was paralyzed and they had to treat me. So I was out for two months. I was a month in the hospital and then a month in in-home treatment. And um, it was, an, it was a, what would I call a wild awakening experience for me. But one thing that I have um, passion about now, and we can save this for another day is I don't believe our medical industry really lets people know what the what the risks are with some of the stuff that can happen. And they didn't know what was wrong with me. Mike, they literally did not know what to do with me. They kept sending me home and I was aggravating and aggravating it because nobody knows. And it doesn't seem um it doesn't seem okay for the for for the physical therapists to know and the neurologists to know but the guys that you talk to every day so this is rare right this is a rare thing two to three percent of the population that get flu shots get this illness my husband says we should go buy a lottery ticket because it's a it's a rare occurrence occurrence but i am lucky i didn't get it usually it starts at the feet and works its way all the way up and you're fully paralyzed which is a whole nother recovery path right there so it got up to my waist, they caught it and they treated it. So it only affected my legs and my back. So <sighs> the long journey I had for, for two weeks, I had to learn how to walk all over again. But, you know, glass half full, I have a whole different appreciation of life right now. I thought I appreciated life. <laughs> I really <laughs> did. I really, I considered myself a highly evolved spiritual being that had Lots of beautiful thoughts about life, but I was just 
what do they say? I was just a Padawan, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you're just doing, you know, like we, we just do what we think we're supposed to be doing, doing the right stuff. And, and it really is the right stuff. But sometimes, you know, someone else has to intervene and, and uh, force the hand, it you does. know, <clears throat> it does and in um, the concept of the connection with the body, mind and spirit, when your body doesn't work, you know, we've all heard those legends, like people are deaf and they're, you know, the right. senses yeah. increase in other areas. Right. That's kind of some of the stuff that happened for me, you know, in terms of like my meditations were off the chain when I was going through this, you know, usually I'm a pretty good meditator. You know, um, I sit down, I have a process, you know, uh -huh. sit there, I do my process and I get in my meditation when I was in the um, hospital, I just sat down and laid down and bam, I was there. I was there wherever I, I had the, was the craziest experiences. So can I share this experience with the, with the do you think they want to hear? Heck yeah, they do. So, I do. <laughs> I don't know about them. But I want to hear that. <laughs> so I was in the, um, the um, was I in the hospital or was in physical therapy? I was somewhere in the medical facility, somewhere during my stay. And I was meditating. And I went into this, you know, that space that you go into where you're not quite asleep, you're not quite awake, you're just kind of there. And I was surrounded by these light beings. And it occurred to me like I was on a surgical table and they were doing something to me. And I was like, this is kind of weird right now. What the heck is this? What's happening? And I couldn't talk. I just laid there. And they were doing something. And then um, they realized I was look at that, looking at them. And one of them kind of went like this over my eyes. And I closed my eyes and kind of went back to sleep. Oh, and, and when I woke up the next day was when I was really able to start getting feeling and starting to be able to respond to the treatment with, with the walking. And I had this weird mark on my hand that was like this weird shape that was scratched into my hand. Now, I have talked to a couple of people about it. Um, this is the first time I've actually talked about it since I got out of the hospital outside of telling my sisters. Um, so I'm having kind of a reaction to it. It's kind of weird. So what do you think that was? I, I have a feeling I know what you're going to say. What you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, in the uh, experiencer community, I've, uh, I've heard this uh, often, you know, um, that that medical table is brought up a lot, you know, and um, but it's interesting how you 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 uh, you see them as as light beings, you know. So the first thing I think of, you know, I just want to go straight to to you know, okay, what, what you know, what beings were they, <laughs> you know, were well, they Arcturian? It sounds like they were Arcturian, you know. Well, your encyclopedia, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let me check my notes from our life. <laughs> alien species and their agendas but oh, yeah my God. Oh, that's so funny I wasn't afraid or anything like that and I you know it reminded me okay so when I was young I was obsessed with in search of do you remember Leonard Nimoy and in search of okay yeah. I was obsessed with that show I actually have it on DVD now because I watch I love that show and I remember a um an episode where they did this um we were the kashik records we talked about that one time and how the being um that came who's saint germain by the way 
who, who you know, people would go to sleep or they would meditate and this being would come to them and he was filled with light. Now, these beings are interdimensional beings is what I understand. They're not like, here's my cup, here's my microphone and there's Mike right there. They're interdimensional beings that can come in and out and move around wherever they want. And for whatever reason, um, they decided to assist. That's what it felt like. It felt like an assist because I wasn't getting enough of whatever it is I needed. Does that make sense? Because yeah. they they, clearly they were working on me. And and this was in no way uh, the actual doctors in your hospital, you mm -hmm. being foggy in and out, right? I mean, you know, no, just going at wasn't, it. I, was, I, I never made it into a surgical room. I didn't need surgery. Oh, okay. I was in a, in a, in a room in a bed, number one, and number two, well, there's like three points. So number two, I didn't have that many doctors involved okay. at one given time. I had a lot of nurses and stuff and physical therapists and stuff, but I didn't have that many doctors. Um, and two, they had energy. So they didn't have me on psychedelics or, or okay. anything that had my, I just was right. on the normal thing. So I wasn't seeing stuff. Wow. And uh, you snapped out of it. And one of them noticed that you were, and they, were like, put me, and they put me right back wherever what, it was. Was it because you like made eye contact that's with I, one that's of them? How, maybe that's yeah. how I'm relating to it is wow. like, I looked up and they're like, huh? Yeah. No anger, no disruption. They, I guess they just didn't want you to go back to sleep, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. And, um, I'll post the image on the, um, on the page, but, the um, feedback that I got from one of my one of my gurus was that it was um it was a god mark so it's like a mark when you've been chosen almost like a brand and it had a shape that is it was like a um like an old um like an old letter like an ancient letter and it was boom right there on the back of my hand and I freaked out the nurses, dude. I was like looking at my hand. The nurses came in. I'm staring at my hand. And they're like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, I could I could tell them or I could just say, no, nothing. And I decided to say, oh, nothing. <laughs> I didn't think that they would be open to the conversation. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, you know, you hear of the triangles uh, in my experiencer groups. You know, you hear a lot of, uh, you know, women, especially women, because there's some kind of uh, interbred program you know, a hybridization type of yes, program. Yes, I've heard of that. And, you know, you know, a lot of these women are, are, are giving birth apparently, you know, uh, to these uh, mixed hybrid uh, beings and uh, still able to carry on their normal life. But, you know, they do wake up with these weird, you know, uh, naturally surfaced memories of, of, of something that maybe they shouldn't be remembering, uh, you know, and marks of, of all, all different types um, on the hand behind, you know, all kinds of different, go ahead, would you, you let me see if I can I'm see, try and see it. And so to you, why you're talking to interrupt you. I picture like a scroll. It's so weird. It almost looks like the number two. Um, uh, I'm trying to turn my blur off so that you can see. And then um, I don't know if you can see it. Can you see if it? You hold it? If you hold it still long enough, maybe. No, oh. I'm going to send it to you right now. Okay. Excuse us while we collate here, people. 
And then, because <laughs> I want you to look at it, because it might be something that that triggers, you know, something in your in your process that's familiar. Okay, it's on its way. It literally looks like somebody scratched it into my arm and it's not the kind of my hand and it's not the kind of thing you would expect to see like an accidental scratch um from them putting in a iv or you know something anything oh, like okay that. so yeah it my uh, i almost thought it looked like a roman numeral the the one and the v but yeah that v it's it's either a z all right. And I, I mean, I looked at it all over the place. Right. Yeah. You got you got your okie doke two. You got your Z. You got an N. Right. But the way crazy? to look at it, you know, it's. And you see how the skin is coming up the next yeah. day. It was gone and there was no there was no evidence of it at all whatsoever. No scratches, no scars, no nothing. Just gone. Now I'm all looking at my hand to see. Well, that. you know, you know, my, I have this thought, and that's they didn't try to hide that. Nope, I was supposed to see it. Yeah, I was supposed to see it. And and the way you look at it, I think the way you're supposed to look at it is the way you would if you were to look at your watch. That, you know that's, how I mean? I'm holding, that's how I'm holding my hand. Yep. So. So yeah. Which would make it in like an end kind of sort of. Mm-hmm. But so it's weird. got a. And if you look, excuse me, there's like a little dot off to the left. Do you see it on top? Yes. That's part of the script. That's part of the mark too, whatever that is. Oh, okay. Yeah, that could very well be a dot. Like you just said, it could be a, it could okay. be an instrument, a, a, you know, it could be some kind of tool or an instrument, but yeah, the location is not too common as, as far as like, at least the UFO experiencers and stuff, but there's there's always new stuff that you see people right. showing. I have yeah, to tell you something about this. Um, is that although I'm really into paranormal and all this kind of stuff, deep down inside, I've always had this little bit of fear. So that when things got a little too spooky, I'd be like, yeah, I'm done. Since this, that's gone away. It's completely gone now. So I'm like, let's do it. What do you guys, what, what, what do you want? What do you guys got? Um, but it was a specific experience. And I, my, I was um, geared for it because I had my crystals in my room. I had my essential oils going in the background. I was meditating. I was praying. And sometimes I'd put the, you know, the frequencies in the background. So I was, uh, my room was vibrating mm -hmm. different from the other rooms. So I'm not surprised. <laughs> It wasn't the, the the nurses would come in all the time. They just liked to be in my room because it smelled fantastic. Number one, because the oils. But you know, in this conversation, I don't mean to, to to just take over this whole show around this. But this is what how can I put it? The transformation of our community is in full blast. You know what I mean? I've never experienced anything like that. And it occurred to me, I'm like, oh my God, the aliens came. That's the first thing I thought when I woke up the next day. And it's, it was like a comedy because I said, oh my God, the aliens came. And then the little voice in my head said, 
No, they didn't. If they had came, they left a mark and then looked at my hand. So. What? See, when you have the ability to manipulate time and space, the, the, the things that you can do. See, that's why I think they do have a sense of humor. They do have a sense of humor in, you know, so that, that was my adventure. And that's what I've been to. I appreciate everybody being opening to open to, to hear me talk about it. Um, and sometime I would like to talk about this, this thing, these things, how can I put it? Everybody's mad at the vaccines because they think that they're manipulating us with the vaccines. And I don't have a lot of opinions about that because um because I don't I'm not going to get into that it's just I'm not mad at them I just don't have a lot of opinions about that but I know that we're evolving okay we're evolving at a at a basic structural you know or DNA we're evolving and they haven't evolved our meds yet right so they're not taking into consideration the, the shifts and the changes that we're doing because science considers all this stuff a pseudoscience they're not right. talking to, you know what I mean? They're not talking to people to try to, right? So, yeah. you know. It's, you know, it's, it's operating from greed, you know? Once you start operating from, from love, then, then everything else is sustainable. But until then, things like this are, are going to happen. Like you said, you know, the, the, the medical is just not there yet, you know? And it's, they could very well be there but it's just not in their interest or anybody's pocketbooks for it to be any better at this point. That's, that was awesome what you just said. You gotta be operating from a space of love. Yeah. You operate from a space of love, you keep your, yourself in that, you can get through anything. And when you're giving, you should be giving from a space of love. And that's what healing is about. And so um, we need to open our eyes, man. We need to open open our just open our eyes you'd have laughed at me if you were in my room a couple of days after this because all I could hear in my head is you telling me all your stories so whenever it was nighttime because they left my curtain open I was always looking up in the sky <laughs> to see if anything was there <laughs> because I didn't know I don't know I know I can't say because I I haven't sat down and really processed it um I'm just allowing it to come as it comes but what if it was, you know, what, what in your world of understanding and all, you know, all the, the exposure that you have, who do they sound like? It's, let's play the game that they were, that they were creatures from someplace else, whether it's okay. interdimensional or another planet. What, it, what do you think? Yeah. What do I think? Yeah. What do you think? I want to hear what you think. Hey, you know. I think they know that your passion lies along these realms of paranormal and, you know, you're very successful in lots of it. You know what I mean? You started from one point and I think, you know, now you, now we're doing, we're doing our little thing and uh, it calls for a little bit more of the, of what you uh, used to consider spooky. And, uh, it makes sense to me that uh, you just went through a phase that you're not going to worry about that aspect of of the uh, UFOs and and stuff like that. 
you know, you look at it differently. And I, and I think it's just, just, you're, you're right where you need to be. You're right where you're supposed to be. Aww. We are right where we are supposed to be. And it's just something that we had to go through. We had to go through um, to get, to get where we're at, trying to, trying to go forward again. Well, did you have any kind of interesting experiences while I was being operated on by the glowy people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, you know, um, if anyone recalls out there, uh, my experiences uh, with the uh, the Ophanum, uh, the the visions of the wheel uh, within the wheel that I had, um, for some reason that that's uh, I think of that more than the actual UFO experience that I, that I had. I because um, recently uh, it was July twenty first this year. Um, I was out front of my apartments with my wife and I see this object coming over overhead, you know, and uh, I, I thought it looked a little strange. It, it kind of had like an amber nose to it. You know, it kind of reminded me of, you know, the space shuttle coming back into orbit, you know, how it would get heated, heated up there. And I never want to embarrass myself in front of my wife with the whole UFO thing. You know, I, I used to only be able to go so far with the, the UFO conversation with her. Um, as far as like abduction, like, you know, as soon as I started bringing up the possibility of me being abducted, it was just a little too much for her. And it broke my heart. And of course it did. You know, I was, I'm so passionate about it. Um, and I threw a couple of prayers out there that, you know, hopefully one day if it was in the cards that, you know, we would share this, you know, one of these experiences. And sure enough, we did. July 21st at 9.15 p.m., we were both out in front of the apartments. And like I said, I seen this object coming from my right side overhead, and I didn't want to embarrass myself. So I began like this. I said, what kind of drone is that? You know, and uh, oh, look at that cookie flying across the sky. <laughs> yeah, what kind of what kind of drone is that? Notice the first thing I call it was a drone. <laughs> you know, and uh, it starts flying overhead, and I start to see some light patterns. You know, uh, white lights, circular lights. Uh, and that's that 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 wheel that you you talk about. You have some really great pictures of it that you've shown me. Yeah, I right away I I I started. Uh, I went to uh, PixArt uh got my pixart app uh and just tried to come as close as i could to what i just seen you know i sketched it i i go to pixart and see if i can find the most closest thing but uh i had a white light pattern that uh and, and i'm going to tell you uh your voice ran through my head because you know you ask this a lot and it's what's the message yeah. Slow down, relax, you know, let, you know, whoa, 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 let's just calm down and, 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 and what's the basic message here? And I thought that to myself after the experience, because the light pattern that it gave me looked a lot like s'mores code. I'm like, okay, look, if they were going to try to, you know, contact me and I'm not quite there yet, uh, maybe they want to give me something very basic. What's very basic communication, s'mores code? Okay, I got some dots, I got some lines. So they gave me, what they gave me was three rows of four dots, and each row ended with a, a white line that looked like a beginning of a dot and the end of a dot. You know what I mean? It was all cir circular. You know, the dots, of course, are circular, but also the lines that entailed those circles uh, were also uh, circular. 
And it wasn't anything like a word or a sentence that it says, it was actually a number. And this number is 444. And of course, you know, you run three numbers of any type together and you're going to, you know, you're going to have an angelic number. You're going to have many different meanings. You know, I found that you're right on track. Your angels are, are with you, you know, for 444. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. But here's the kicker, Angel. Um, my wife's seen it. I've seen it. We come back upstairs. We're talking about it. She sees me drawing a picture of it. She circles, uh, she circles two of the lights that, that uh, two of the four that I, that I drew. And she goes, that's what I seen. And then uh, she also commented that it reminded her of Saturn. And I go, well, what do you mean it reminded you of Saturn? And she was just like, well, you know, you had the outside and then there was something going on on the inside. And I'm telling you, I left this out. Uh, the most important thing is when it was moving overhead, I didn't know if it was rolling, flipping, rotating. Heck, at one at one moment, I thought it was shape shifting. But yeah, um, here we are possibly talking about the wheel within the wheel. And this time it wasn't a vision. Um, it was an actual object in the sky. Uh, it looked a lot like a UFO to me. Um, I don't know. I'm still wow. trying to wrap my mind around it. Wow. Um, it's a powerful image. The, 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 the lore around that, that image is powerful stuff. You know, it's, it's like the messenger. It's like the, there's so much out there about it. And then your wife saw it too. How is that going for your conversations with her about all this stuff when she actually witnessed that? Right. Yeah. So I, you know, she's not going to run out and join my UFO group. Just kind of go start, just start doing it, Shane. Get her camera yeah. and just. <laughs> she's not going to go join MUFON and become a direct, director of the and, Southern. Uh, yeah. Uh, Drive in Close Encounters. She's just going to go. It's a right. Yeah. She started making a mountain out of her spaghetti sauce. <laughs> I, I don't know. Oh, God, was good. <laughs> I love that. I, I can see it in my head. Yeah. And now you're looking at her like, what's the matter with you? <laughs> yeah. You've gone too far. You've That's too, too much. Far. That is yeah. too much. I was eating yeah. that spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. It's a start. You it's know, a start. So, you know, yeah. um, the interesting thing is, you know, we, we watch like everybody else, ancient aliens and all that cool stuff because it's cool. It's cool to talk about it now. When I was a kid, you had to hide behind walls to talk about it, but now it's out in the open and people talk about it. And um, I want to say three days after this thing happened in the, in the hospital, because you know, in a hospital, you get like five channels, you know, um, <laughs> you don't get to, you're spoiled. I have, you know, cable and it's the apps. And now I've got these five channels. <laughs> um, but one day they had an ancient alien marathon. And I'm laying in the hospital after having this event, watching Ancient Aliens, and they did a, an episode, and you, you watch it, you probably know this episode, where they talked about that, and they talked about it through history, and how some of the greatest events that happen, biblical events, and historical events in, in, in these ancient societies, have that image spoken about. And uh, for some societies, it's the purveyor of doom. For some societies, the purveyor of great things. Right. For some people, it's the um, a prophetic thing, like it's prophet um, and a blessing. Uh, so it depends. 
And, you know, when I process it like this, look, you're an ancient society. You barely just came out of caves. Anything flying in the sky is probably going to scare the, the life out of you. So they probably had a lot of weird interpretations. But I feel like something is trying to communicate with you. Something is trying to communicate with you. Right. It's been trying to communicate with you for a while. And yeah. this particular, um, whatever you want to call it, because I don't know the, the correct word for it. Because it doesn't, uh, yeah. it's, just, it's not like a ship, right? It's a, I don't know what it is. What is it? Etheric, you know, like something okay. that's that's that, that. that's alive, at least, you know, uh, alive enough to take take care of itself and to get from point A to point B and, uh, you know. But you're you're the one that you know. I like you know, that. No, I like that. Brought the whole uh, angel uh, hierarchy, you know, to to my uh, knowledge. And it's, it's I believe it's in that hierarchy that we cover. Oh yeah, they're they're part. They're under the seraphim, cherubim, and they're, so they're the third. They're the uh, ophanim. Doing your homework. The, oh, I love that. They call them the throne angels. They call them all kinds yes, of do. stuff. Yes, yeah. They do. And the angels come to you for healing protection or to work with you you know because you're here to do something yeah they drop they like to drop these bombs to uh, that leave you you know wondering and and you know it's i i think the message is not uh one one message that means something at that time i think it's uh an ongoing message uh just by you having it on 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 the plate you know uh you can you can use this vision or this message at any given time in your life, um, it, but it keeps you wondering. You know, it really does keeps you wondering how how things uh, just keep moving no matter what. Everything you know keeps moving in in, in God's plan. So yeah, well said, well said. I, I love the story. I'm um. Have you seen it since number one and number two? Do you are you going to share the drawings with us? that you that you did or have you already done it because i've been out of it you may have already posted them oh yeah i'm pretty much an open book i've posted them on uh i'll make sure that we've got that we were taken care of on on paranormal fridays but okay uh, okay yeah okay. I, I usually have everything i think i have everything linked together you know okay. it's um that's amazing i i i'm hey that's so crazy i was still um walking around with the normies in July. And I, I, I don't remember that story. And you may have told it to me because brain fog is part of my process now. So, so I don't remember things, um, but that's a really good, that's a really good, positive, strong story. Have you seen it since? Are you trying to, you know? No, you no. You know, as a matter of fact, the, the, when I seen it uh, July 21st, uh, came back up in the room, was kind of looking at my energy table, was looking at how I had my crystal grid set up, and it was, it was all about that. It was all about that. It was like, it was almost like I forgot what kind of, you know, kind of table energy table I had going on at the moment, but I had my wheel within the wheel dead center. I had made my own wheel within the wheel, and I put all these little uh, crystals on it to, to depict the eyes, even though I. I myself don't don't recall seeing any eyes in particular. I seen the rings, the ring within the ring. One was going one way, the other one was going the other. And that was uh, rotating and hovering over my old childhood home. 
But yeah, I was looking at my energy table and I'm like, well, what were you expecting, buddy? <laughs> Your energy table yeah. start, talks like Barney Fife from the Annie Griffin show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what were you expecting? Like, yeah, of course. I, I had you at dead center. I sure did. So it's, it's so, you know, when you're connected and I, you know, we thought about what to cover tonight and, you know, for the listeners, you know, I love our listeners. We have passionate listeners. They engage a lot more than some of the other podcasts that I have. They ask questions and they, they're really, really cool. And I love them. And um, what we decided to do today since it's been a while and we haven't seen each other in a long time because of the, you know, life that we could just sit, let's just sit and talk and see what happens. And I think it's interesting that we both shared these two different powerful experiences is really, really interesting. And um, I think that we're not the only ones clearly having this, like, what would it look like if everybody could just open and share all this stuff? so that we could really try to understand what's happening in society. You know, does that make sense? Absolutely. We would actually learn something. We would Isn't actually, and then, one, yeah. And once we, you know, learn, you know, we, we just keep practicing and then it just becomes just like anything else, you know? Um, we were gonna talk about uh, uh, ESP and, yep. and, and just the word itself, extra extrasensory perspective they're telling you right right there that that's it's something extra it's something other than your sight sound taste you know your your okie doke stuff so they're right away they're calling it extra and it's like who are you to tell me what's extra like who, how do you know what we were born with like how, how do you know how many chakras i got how many how do you know you know might <laughs> get radical look at everybody <laughs> Rage Against the Machine. Um, <laughs> well, you know, we are beings that um, have so much that we don't use. You know, they say that we only use like 10% of our brain or something like that. And we all have these tremendous gifts. And um, I was watching something when they did the marathon and um, one of the scientists that they interviewed said the most powerful thing, and I've been walking around in a daze thinking about it. And he said, our world, our species has already destroyed itself twice. That's and every time we destroy ourselves, we have to recreate ourselves. So we have to start all over again. Can you imagine mankind in caves with saber-toothed tigers? <laughs> This is so this would be our third time mm. if we destroy ourselves this time. We've already had planes and spaceships and computers and everything. And we just never quite get it right. Right. I believe that because you know it's a misconception to think anything in the past was any smarter than us. I think that's a huge misconception. I, I'm a firm believer that. You know, there may have been times on this planet where you would have considered it heaven on earth. Maybe we just vibed, you know, at, at certain peaks on this planet, you know, as a whole. You know, maybe, you know, we when we were in the caves and stuff, I, you know, there could, could have very well been other humanoid 
uh, beings on the planet that maybe were more advanced in, in other things and maybe we all coexisted, you know, right along with each other. Um, it's the crash and fall, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, we think we're at the top of our game, you know, right now, you know, we're the apex predator, right? We are the one and um, we don't even know if Sasquatch is real. You know what I mean? We're still right. trying to figure out what the heck is going on in the little worlds that we live in. And there's so much yet to learn. And if you watch, you know, you know, Angel, she loves her old science fiction movies. Um, and I just watched one, it came on early this morning, I was waking up, old Ray Bradbury story. It came from outer space and black and white, 1950 blah or whatever. And the space aliens crash landed here and all they wanted to do was to escape. And the first thing we started doing is shooting at them. That's the first thing we did. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you know, start shooting at them. I'm like, yeah, that's about right, right? <laughs> hey, you know, that, that reminds me of an old, uh, I think Preston Dennett uh, had this clip. It was an old audio clip of, uh, I believe it was a sheriff in the woods, a couple, a couple of uh, sheriffs out in the woods. And, and, and apparently they had a, he ran into a UFO that, that was hovering not too high above them. So there they are with their patrol cars. They're outside. You can hear them talking about the ufo you can actually hear the audio of the ufo i know a lot of people say it was quiet in that it's like yeah he starts shooting at it and it's like you hear the pulse of the you know like the ufo is getting excited like you know uh so yeah i kind of and i don't mean to laugh so you know for, for those that um are really um followers of, of, of this you know process i just am laughing at us yeah um because in my mind that's what it feels like will happen you know if the ufo came right now and landed on the, the lawn of the white house the secret service would shoot shoot at it and the military would drop bombs on it that's correct that's why they're not they're not that's going, why they're not doing it they're, they're going to to you know Sea level people that are more sea levels, some people that don't have, you know, a hand up their their shirt. Their hand up their shirt is a nice way of of cleaning that up. Um, <laughs> I'm a big Jim Henson fan. <laughs> but it's true, you know, and and you know the the whole concept of the puppet masters, you know, don't even get me started. We got to do that because we are are being led by the puppet masters, and we don't we won't open our eyes and, and see, you know, this whole concept of woke, um, I debate because everybody who's talking about being woke, they're like all angry and, and, and um, trying to drive wedges between different aspects of the community. And for me, it shouldn't be woke, it should be awake for the awakening. So it's not about woke, it's about having your eyes open. Right, it's and not a past tense. You know, no. when you say awoke, it sounds like, you know, are you awoke? Yeah, that's I, I woke back in 2021, January 12th. I remember the day I woke up and I was like, that was it, you know. And, you know, you know, as, as well as I do, uh, that uh, it's an ongoing process. There's many awakenings and uh, we're introduced to new awakenings almost every day. Okay. I'm going to tell you something. Um, 
back in September, I thought I was going to die. I have never been in a situation in my life. And I've been, I've, I've seen some stuff, you know, I was in the military. I've, I served in the, 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 the big, the big desert um, battle. And I, I never felt like I was about to die before where I was absolutely convinced I'm going to die. When I see my husband, I got to make sure he knows where everything is because this is over. And I feel like whoever they were came to make sure I understood it wasn't, that that wasn't what's going to happen. Like I have a mission and I got to finish it. Yeah. That's nothing that you need in, in your mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like that day you told me you didn't want me walking around with a knife. Oh man. I, I remember that day vividly. There was some crazy stuff going around in, in the club and you're like, dude, I don't think I, you're, you're I like, you're that. not the type of person to, because you're putting that energy out there. That's another thing that you taught me was by saying things and doing things, body language, dirty filters, um, walking around with a knife, you know, uh, you're putting that kind of energy out there. Well, I can tell creates you, an energy. I Go can ahead. tell you this as not the energy that you have right now. You're in a really great space. I love it. I oh, love it. I do. And it, you know, interesting subject, you know, I, I would challenge the people listening to this, um, to this broadcast. We'll have contact information, you know, you get us on Facebook, we'll have some other stuff. Um, share your, share your stories with us so that we can start talking about them because I, I feel like this is what it's about. Regardless of what it is, you don't have to have looked up and seen lights in the sky. What, what did you have? Did you have a near-death experience that you want to talk about? Did you have a visitation from a loved one? What, what happened that perhaps may have changed your life forever? That's you know, it. Changed your life forever. Right. Where now, you know, the things that were important before, for me, they're not important now. You know, the things that would stress me out before, I'm like, oh, well, you know, there's nothing I can do. It's, it's in God's hands right now. I would love to hear from people. And, and then maybe we can share some of these stories. And if you have a good story, maybe we'll invite you on and let yeah. me talk to you. What do you think, Mike? I think that's a great idea. Um, oh my gosh. Time flies when we're having fun. Ooh. um <laughs> so um what are you what are you looking forward to in 2023 oh of course learning more you know i i just want to learn more of this phenomenon you know i'm so passionate about and i'm so i mean what's the biggest question in in the world you know that everyone has and it just seems to it seems to be a lot of things, but mostly, you know, we want to know, are we the only ones? Is there life after death? Um, for our benefit and for all the people that, that we see come and go, our loved ones in our life, the friends and family that we see come and go. And as you get older, that list, you know, gets bigger and bigger. And, uh, you know, the, the word faith comes in and people want to, you know, ram that with religion and, and 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 faith stands on its own 
Yeah. And, and once you have enough experience, you, you tend to be honest with yourself and you stop kidding yourself and you start calling things what they what they truly are and and not what everyone else wants you to call it. You know what I mean? It's it's to whom the experiencer, everything has got a personal custom touch for, for you, you know, like what you have on your hand right there, that that's that's a one of a kind, you know, no one else has that. Uh, something like that and then wake up the next day and it's gone, you know, just. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, 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 it's in what you're saying, you know, as I, as I think about the people in the world, people that, you know, bless us with listening to our broadcast, you talk about faith. And I say this, um, I've said this in, in lectures and I've gotten lots of heat for it, but God created the earth and God is with us and, the, and he, he asks for our love and for us to hope and have faith. It's man that created all the churches and the buildings and the rules and the books, right? And so if you have an attachment to a facility or organization, I think that's great. I really do. Like, I love Joel Olstein. I, I think it's great to have somebody, you go listen to them talk and it makes, lifts you up. But if you do that in your room with a process, that's beautiful too. He just wants your connection. He doesn't care where you are when you connect. Right. Different strokes for different folks, yeah. for sure. There's, there, there is no rules. If it's, if it's working for you, bless your heart. But I do believe you have to believe in something. Even right. if it's a butter and jelly sandwich, you have yeah. to believe in some kind something. of source, right? Because, you know, in, in all seriousness, I don't want to get hate mail for saying something loving, but I know people have a, sometimes they're challenged with a statement like that. Yeah. Huh? So I'm going to say it this way. When you don't have something outside of yourself that, that to believe in, that's when you become hopeless and you go into despair. And it's sometimes people can't help you. And that's why we lose a lot of people on this planet. We've lost a lot of people this past couple of years because they went into despair. So having that hope in your heart and that faith in your soul is just another life jacket to keep you afloat in the turbulent waters that is living in this world right now. Yeah. There's trust issues out there. That's very understandable. Major, major trust issues. Yeah, no one wants to trust, you know, like I, I always say this, I'm always afraid to, to carve something in stone. Because I feel like it, it limits me from learning anymore, you know, but some, sometimes, sometimes things are just that real though. That is really interesting. That's really interesting. So it's like, it's like society has conditioned you to believe that when you start falling for the stories, there's limiters put on and you want to be open. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I totally just now, when you said that, pictured my, my, my 10, 12-year-old body running around the neighborhood. You know, one, one Sunday, I'm, I'm, I'm at a church where I'm in line with my friends, and I'm about to eat the bread. And then the next Sunday, I'm running around the neighborhood, and I'm on stage with people speaking in tongues. And it was just interesting to me. 
you know, or I would walk into a Sunday school. Come on in. That's how they were. Come on in. You know, I'm walking around the neighborhood. I see a class going on in the backyard of this church and they're like, come on in. I'm like, okay, sit down. It's like a classroom. And, you know, uh, it's that childlike wonderment, you know, retain it because you get a little piece of information everywhere you go. And what makes sense to you is what you build. You build that. You build it. And, and, yeah. yeah what you said you know I, I children are so innocent and they don't have all the filters yet mm-hmm. they're open a lot of times when you read about um spirituality and mediumship and and ghosts and spirits you'll find a lot of stories with children because they're not afraid as we grow up we become afraid it's the Peter Pan syndrome. Peter Pan never wanted to grow up because he didn't want to be an adult. Because with the adulting, as the as the millennials call it, the adulting comes with all that stress and all that nasty stuff. But I'm here to tell you, it doesn't have to. You can sit and dream about unicorns just as much now as you did when you were seven, right? Yeah. And it's the fear Oh, God, I was just talking to a client about this today, is that, you know, I'm afraid of people who are fearless because fear, like not, not good fearless. There's that I'm fearless. I'm going to go up on stage and sing. And then there's the people that are just going to run into like growl and go into a pit of alligators because they're, you know, they say that they're fearless. Fear is part of the, one of the tools that your system has developed to keep you from sticking your hand inside an oven. So it's not about not having fear. It's about how you process the fear. Does that make sense? Wow, yes. Because if you're going to spend your life telling yourself, I can't be afraid and getting mad at yourself every time you're afraid, you're never going to be happy with yourself because we're humans. Your spider sense tingles because your system is like something's happening. Be aware. And then you'll get a little afraid. And now you got to respond. And what we tend to do is like, why am I afraid? Because something's happening. You get afraid when it's danger. You get afraid when it's change. You get afraid with trauma. But you get afraid when something exciting is happening. You notice that? As something exciting is about to happen, the first thing that happens is fear. Going up on stage. Jumping on an airplane. Things that are exciting that you're like, I want to go on a zip line in Argentina. And you get there and you're up in the mountain and then you look, and you're like, oh, wow. Right. Feeling you get is fear. You get the butterflies, you get fear. Hmm. So now what do you do with it? That's what we need to learn. Don't try to take your fear away. Learn how to manage your fear. And then you won't be so hard on yourself when the fear comes up. That's my TED talk today. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Manage it. I like that for it's sure. True. It's true. You know, what would you, what kind of person would you be if you just walked out on the freeway without fear and the trucks were, the diesel trucks were coming, you just walked. Right. Right. Yeah. Fear, respect it, you know, learn, make the right decisions. I missed one, the unknown. And that's that mm. what the one that gets people. It's like, what's that light up in the sky? Oh my God, I'm afraid. You know, that's the stuff. Oh my God, did I see a shadow over there? 
and media is not helping. You ever watch Paranormal Caught on Camera? Oh, yeah, I know. And I'm telling oh, you, man, number one, okay, guilty pleasure. I love that show. <laughs> um, I said, I have problems sometimes watching it when the lights are off, but I <laughs> love that show. But they're, they're um, manipulating us through fear. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, you see where they're going with it. And, you know, it's I, I don't know if it's the entertainment, you know, shock and or the co the coziness of, of, of being scared with your loved one. And, and, and that's that's what they're pushing. But, yeah, it seems like that's that's what they want. They want us to be commonly afraid of these things. Always be afraid. Uh, they just it's got to be entertaining. You know what I mean? And and I guess that's the highest form of entertainment we have is is being scared and you know. Yeah, be scared. Welcome to welcome to Earth. We're afraid, but um we don't have armor. We're just these squishy things, you know, when you're just walking down the street with nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you have nothing to protect yourself other than your quote unquote courage, you know, air quotes. And so if you have any fear, is that challenging your courage? And I say, no, you have fear because you're human. Embrace it and manage it so that right. it's in the next level. Because sometimes there's a reason it's here. Like, don't go and, down that alley. And it might revisit you, you know, even after you thought you moved on from that point. Yeah, there might be another aspect of, of it to learn, still learn from. Yeah, you're right. Talked about a lot of stuff. I don't even know how to categorize the topic of this program. <laughs> welcome back. Welcome, welcome back, back. Welcome back. back. <laughs> I have missed our, our interaction. We, we are going to endeavor to, to be back on every week um, so that you guys can hear what we have to say. And I welcome people to ask us, you know, hey, can you do this topic? Can you do that topic? I too love to learn about stuff. And sometimes the the more interesting and fun shows are when both Mike and I have had to research because both of us didn't know a lot. We had to like spend time finding out about it. Um, so please, you know, there's um, going to be information on the description. And Mike does a really great job of keeping the Facebook up. So I don't even have to bother it. It's a blessing. I love it because I'm doing all the Facebook, everything else I do. I went there a couple of times. I'm like, Mike's got this. So thank you, Mike. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Oh, uh, gosh. <laughs> so much to talk about. There's not enough time in a day. Oh, yeah. Well, we're, we're not going to be able to get it all out tonight. No, not going to be able to get it all out tonight, but we'll be able to get it all out at some point in time, maybe, because more will happen between now and a year from now. So we'll have more. Oh, I think so. It's yep. going to be a crazy year. It's going to be it a is. wild year. Be ready for it. This was so much fun. I missed you. I missed you, too. I missed you. And I, I miss all of all of the listeners. I miss all the all the I, I miss everything. So I'm glad. I'm glad to be back and I'm glad yeah. healthy. I, I missed our show. You know, I'm, I'm out there doing yeah. other people's shows. I want, I want my show. I want back my, my show. show. Where's my show? <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> and we're always looking for, for fun stuff to do. One of the things I'm committed to doing with Mike is I, I noticed that I'm drinking tea. I don't know what you're drinking there. Is that tea or is that water? Oh, it's coffee. Cold coffee. Coffee cold. That's all you drink all day. Just some coffee. I use it to wake up. I use it to go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> How can you use oh that's another pop up? 
I'm drinking tea. I want a mug, so we're gonna get a. We're gonna put a mug. Oh tea yeah, up. heck yeah. And get it so people can get some stuff, some swag. Um. So I, I'm, I don't. I got nothing else to say, man. This was great. Yeah, I'm good with that. I think that was naturally beautiful. Naturally beautiful. Ah, that's 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 a good place to end it. I, I appreciate everybody. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank this, you all. This is Angel signing off. Ciao, ciao, ciao. This is Mike signing off.